Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dwight Creek, Carl Emmy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, People Persons Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, The People Persons Paper Podcast. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Man, we hit a we hit a milestone today. It's a pivotal time. It really is. And I, I was so excited uh, when I got to tell our guest today what episode we were doing, because it is oh. such a phenomenal Oh, I bet one. you did. Yeah. Good good episode to come in on. Oh, yeah. And, and with us this week is uh, comedian and man about town, Terrell Norton. How are you? Oh, I'm feeling rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's early here on a Sunday morning, uh, a Sunday morning following a Saturday night where mm-hmm. we did not go to bed early. Full. We went full Saturday for sure. Like a lot of comedians met out and mm-hmm. just kind of hung out at a bar. And by the end of it, it was like, wait, did we did we close the bar and <laughs> and then yeah. some? Maybe. Yeah, and then I'm, and then we've got something to do in the morning. So it's like, so I'll see you in a couple hours. Sounds good. <laughs> it's yeah. always one of those fun times when you're like, I'll see you soon. When the lights come on, you know, oh shit, I've been here too long. Right. <laughs> yes. It used to be like the street lights would come on, you had to go home. Or yeah. your mom was going to kick your ass. Yeah. Now it's like the sun starts coming up. It's like, I should probably go to bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just that next version of it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe get some sleep before the next uh, time I actually have to be up and back at a bar. You know? Right. <laughs> so, so y'all are kind of playing hurt today, so kudos. A little bit. Little little bit. I, was, I was more... Uh, I did the two, I did the one o'clock gig. I was more um, nice. responsible, if you will. Not really, but... <laughs> I well, just didn't take it to that next level. It was cool, though. We saw Josh Boltz, uh, ah, a, a yes. popular guest here on the show, so always good to see him. And uh, Just on the show. A couple of people who I think we'll, uh, we'll see soon, which is uh, good. A couple oh, of those good. guys are also wanting to get in the show. And, Terrell, we've been talking for a while about having you on the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was, I've been asking just because it was like, even when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, yeah. Well, actually, when I first heard about it, uh, I'd never seen an episode. I, well, I'd watched like a few, okay, but I never really got into the show. Yeah. Now it's it's always on in the background of, nice. of my apartment, <laughs> nice. and so it was like once I'd actually watched it and I had actual opinions about it, I was like, I can't fucking wait until he asked me to be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever it was this episode, I was like, fucking brilliant, exactly. perfect. Well, you had this coming up. You had this on your calendar, like. Got to hit that one. Yeah, as soon yeah, as it was just total happenstance, but it worked yeah, out. Yeah, you like you you messaged me about it. And you told me which episode it was, and at first I was like, I got excited because I thought this was the episode. It was like I better check, so yeah. I opened my Netflix and started playing it, and it was just still holding my control in the air, like Breakfast Club victory pose, <laughs> like yes, I got the one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a huge episode. Yeah, and it is. And we are in season three. This is episode seven, Branch Closing. So, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah, we, and, and, and what it's, a, it's been a it's been a uh, it's been an ongoing topic since episode one. Yeah, yep. exactly. And that all finally comes to a head. And, and you know, you did that that dun dun dun. And this is totally perfect because this episode is about big reveals. Yep. They all throughout this episode, someone is revealing something about the closing or why it's not going to work. And what? And then at the same time, we find out we have moments like Pam revealing that she's going to art school when she's talking. And Aurora yeah. and that situation, oh, and, and right. Jim revealing that he's going to take the job in Scranton and telling Karen that she should too. I mean, there's and, this sense of like Karen has a reveal too. Yeah. Oh, of course. The yeah. very end, towards the very end. Yeah. In, into Jim. Yeah. What were you saying? I'm sorry. No, but I, and I just think that's one thing that almost a theme through this episode is this idea of people learning things about each other, and it's sort of shaping the dynamic between people because we get a ton of interpersonal moments between yeah. characters yeah and meanwhile they're trying to reveal something to michael who mm-hmm. yeah won't 
does not acknowledge it well, until and he it's has like, good news. You think about it, the, the episode's called Branch Closing, and that happens in the opening credits. Yeah. And so it's like from there, it's just bam, bam, bam. Like it's all, all these things out, will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as you were saying, though, it I kind of overlooked uh, uh, cold opening. Yeah, yeah one Ryan. of my favorite Jim pranks, and it's so underrated that mm-hmm. he's faxing Dwight as future <laughs> Dwight. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part, and it's, a lot of people kind of it was missed on a little bit, was that whenever Karen walks in at first and sees Jim, she's like, "What are you doing here so early?" Yeah. And he's like, "It's kind of hard to explain." <laughs> and you're just like, well, "How fucking early is he?" But <laughs> Dwight is already at the office and he's waiting. So yeah. I love the element <laughs> of this prank that it's like Dwight's getting up early oh, yeah. and going to work. He gets up at the chickens, man. Yeah, to, yeah. Go, to go get well, <laughs> facts from himself. And, and even the content of the facts, at 8 a.m., someone poisons the coffee, which yeah, means yeah. it had to have at least been sent to be received before 8 a.m. Right. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, then it was like, and, and I love the line, like, Dwight, run, he sees Stanley walk out yeah. with the cup of coffee and just run, no! And just knocks it out of his hand and goes, you'll thank me later. <laughs> Almost implying that he's going to let other people drink the coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Stanley, once they start dropping, man, uh, me and you, we yeah. got this. <laughs> Others, just go right ahead and have some coffee. Yeah. It's Creamer, okay. Creamer's in the fridge. Gotcha. <laughs> it's got a tangy taste, doesn't it? Yeah. One, yeah. one thing I always remember about this scene is I saw it in a completely other, um, or no, I was watching, for some reason I was watching some of those uh, Apple when they, have a reveal of a new iPhone or a new gadget mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. The very first iPhone, when Steve Jobs is up there using it, he's like, oh, you can play videos on it too, like this. That's the clip that he used of <laughs> oh, Dwight awesome. knocking the knocking coffee the out of coffee out hand. Of <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> wow. laughing in the audience. And it's like, well, this is like 2007, well, right. that was, six. That was a big thing when... Uh, they, yeah, because they, they, uh, they had rights to some of the Office episodes. For iTunes, yeah. Wow. For iTunes. That was, that was the was thing is you can get the Office on your phone. The Office has always kind of been like... On the pulse, like you yeah, know, they were right. Oh, like there. Can you imagine if Netflix were to announce, like, okay, we're gonna take the office off Netflix? People would fucking riot. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. They would like, see as a, a legitimate drop. Oh I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. in their uh, subscriptions. There were definitely like people are Don't boycotting everything nowadays. So it's like, can you imagine like hashtag boycott Netflix? Like yeah, some of our livelihoods would just kind of like break <laughs> off. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Yeah, everything would change for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> Netflix. We have a show that we do that we really. Well, <laughs> Rely on, rely what, on you. They cut Thirty Rock in November of last year, and I was a Hulu subscriber by the end of December. Right, <laughs> like that shit worked. So there you go. So, <laughs> well, and I just I love too because it's like, the, especially with this episode, the Office just had so much of this kind of like like you were saying like character development. Yeah. It wasn't just one character or another. Everybody gets involved. every single Everybody person does. had like this growth mm-hmm. that'll happen. Like mm-hmm. whether it's. You know, this character, all of a sudden we find out, like, like Meredith's thing, oh, that yeah. she just walks into Michael's office and was like, you know, just so you know, if you're still in, I am. <laughs> and he's just kind of looking at her like, what? And this is kind of the first episode where you kind of figure out that Meredith's a bit of a whore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's been well, hints. Not, there's been hints, but this is the first one where it's like she's completely shameless. Yeah. And she's just asking yeah. everybody. Everybody in the office. Like, like, <laughs> Literally just trying to get laid. Just trying right. to get laid. Yeah. It's been six years. So in all that time, she's settled on her thought that, oh, oh, it was Michael. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Which, if you go back and look at these episodes before this, it kind of changes how how that interaction happens. Because, like, wait, Meredith has thought for six years that her and Michael are going to have sex on the last day of work. Mm -hmm. But she was definitely drunk whenever her and Gary made that pact. Yeah. So, yeah, creepy Gary. Creepy Gary. (laughs) But (laughs) Michael's. It's always funny to see Michael repulsed by Meredith in these early seasons. Yeah. (laughs) That line, though, whenever she walks in and asks him, and then. He goes, no, it wasn't me. She walks out, and he just kind of puts his head down. This day gets worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's under the impression he's about to get laid off, and then Meredith asks him to have sex with her, and he's just like, <sighs> today. Yeah. Like, that's the last kick in the nuts, right? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> when, you're, when you're down. Well, no, and I love, uh, even before the, the Meredith thing in this episode, too, you kind of, like you were saying, discover more about characters. You discover more about Andy in this episode yeah. as well, mm-hmm. because... Whenever he fir- like Karen first walks up and is like, "Do you hear that Scranton's closing?" And he, uh, he just kind of leans over and goes, "Oh, they're closing in your face." Yeah, you see him being a bully, being sort of a dude bro kind of yeah. frat guy. Yeah, he thing. like has yeah. to rub his quote unquote victory into yeah. someone's face. He does. Yeah, and at that point, he's been he's sort of been abused by Karen and Jim, so he's just looking for anything right to yeah. to, to get over. Like, <laughs> suck. And uh, God, he plays smugness pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Right, it's so annoying when he does that. Well, and and we've seen him erupt at Jim's prank before, but then we get that scene with him in that in the break room in in, in Stanford. Yeah, yeah more development. Sort of yeah, like a because that's, attack that one's really like the the first time you kind of yeah. think like there might be something full blown wrong with that. Guy, yeah, except after he did kick the um, I will say, uh, not to contradict or anything, but he was gonna he kick the uh, trash can, yeah, right after right. after after the jello. Well, but, but that one, since then but, he's been even keeled, but that one is just kind of like he yeah. just kind of like yeah. you know, just yeah, kind of okay, so he's angry, right. but that and, one and he was poked. This yeah. one, this one, yeah. he wasn't really poked, he wasn't, you know, no, right. it was just yeah. something regularly like i'm not that's saying true, everyone has to deal with no, it but, but it's just like, like it's that. a life happening yeah. that it's like you should be an adult enough to handle something <laughs> at least without going into a break an open break room yeah. and freaking out and like throwing napkins in the air mm-hmm. for some reason and then turns on a dime on yeah. a dime <laughs> the second josh walks in that room hey buddy what's going on like that's kind of fucking like creepy, but okay. <laughs> There's yeah. some pain in this guy's background. Right. I'm here to tell you all. <laughs> but I and, and and of course we're gonna see so much more of that, and, and we're gonna see they 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 built the world so big this episode. We got so much more. We the, even Creed gets his scenes that show off how he's self-serving, he's deceitful. Yeah, you know, um, he's always trying to make a buck. Like I mean, we we got. Everybody be- became more, right? You know, which was really cool. And like, I love, I love Creed's small arc. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's an it's an almost nothing storyline point, yeah. but at the same time, it's like the next episode. I remember watching it, going, "So wait, did they just fucking replace all that equipment that he uh-huh. sold? Yeah. Like, wait, <laughs> like no questions were asked once. Like, yeah. wait, you're missing how many computers? Ooh. Like, what? How much money?" <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, then, at the go. end of the episode, do you notice that whenever they're all leaving, Kevin goes, Creed's buying shots. You coming? <laughs> <laughs> He's got $1,200 in his pocket. He's like, we're getting wasted. Let's do this. <laughs> Creed's ethics strategy was brilliant, I got to say. Oh, yeah. man. He'll do whatever he has to do. I'm sorry, like but there are so many separate times with Creed. I have to ask, who is 
Creed, really. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah. more than once he has hinted that that's not his name, and he just like he murdered someone. He was homeless. Yeah. Like he was in the so, band. <laughs> yeah. Like show, that Halloween episode where he shows up with blood all over him. They're like, "Love your costume." Yeah. He's like, "That was lucky." Yeah. Like, this is really good timing. <laughs> yeah. He's an enigma. We just saw Creed this year. Yeah, yeah, over Wait, at uh, oh, the Vanguard right. like a couple weeks back. I remember I was working it. across the street. That was when I was working at that restaurant across the street. And yeah. I just remember seeing that. And then I remember going, oh, I wonder if I can go to that. And looking at my schedule going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I've dealt with that with, uh, with our, our friend Josh Boltz lately because uh, he just got a new job. So I've been talking oh, to him about some Josh. upcoming shows. And I'll be like, oh, it's on this day. I'm totally going to go. You want to go? And he's like, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm going to have to work that day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, congrats. <laughs> well, and it's, it's one of those things that it, it really is upsetting every time it has to happen. Yeah. But it happens to the point that you're just like, how about you just stop fucking asking me to go do stuff, and I'll come to you yeah. whenever I'm free. Yeah, just don't. Just make your own plans. Yeah. <laughs> You're wasting your breath at that point. We are <laughs> a choose your own adventure part of adulthood here. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so man. Meanwhile, of course, we haven't even talked a lot about the big plot here, and and, and the 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 closing of Scranton, and then the big. There it is again. Reveal of Josh taking the Staples job, right. leading to uh, the closing of Stanford. Faux pas, business faux pas by Josh. Well, right. and, and what a, a, a uniquely organic way to make that happen. I don't feel so. Because they, they could have taken a lot of other plans. They could have still kept Stanford open since that yep. was the plan. They could have put someone new in charge. They could have had Jim run Stanford. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we get a, a defined number two position, which we actually hadn't had so far. Yeah. Right. So yeah. This is where the number two thing starts. Yeah. I was thinking about later on with um, Charles Minor, how mm-hmm. he's like, does that mean anything? Yeah. <laughs> right. Later on, he's like, I'm the number two. Was that... Is that, official yeah, he just I think it's almost to the point that he asked him, like, does that mean something to you? Yeah. Like, is oh, that what this yeah. is? No, Charles, we'll get to you. Well, no, and I think, too, with uh, the whole Josh thing, like, you yeah. see both Karen, or not Karen, uh, Jan and Jim mm-hmm. in that meeting whenever, yeah. you know, she's going over the hierarchy and everything. Like, they're both full Happy. of hope. They're excited. excited. And the, from the get-go, Josh knows that he is about to screw everyone over. Because yeah. he actually doesn't know what's going to happen afterwards. No. It's almost lucky that they got absorbed, because otherwise it's like, you know, because originally yeah. Michael is talking about 15 people at a job, so they're they're basically not going to keep their jobs. They're not going to absorb into the other one. Mm-hmm. So Josh, for all he knows, is like, I'm about to screw this entire building out of their jobs yeah. by, by getting a better salary at a at a more prominent paper supplier. Like that's yeah. So it's like whenever Jim like looks in the camera, he's like, "Say what you will about Michael Scott, he would never do that." Mm-hmm. It's like the nicest Jim is to Michael. Yeah, in this yeah. Thing. It's almost like the first offense. I can only think of maybe the convention where they're he's saying, "Oh, we're friends." You know, yeah. At the end. At the end. Right. Of that. But he, his first definitive defend defense of Michael. Yeah. Well, in in a work realm. Right. Well, and well, it didn't lead to like a joke or anything. He no, actually, yeah. No, no. That was and that yeah, that was a scummy thing to do. And, right. And and he knew. I think he. Even, I think Josh even knew about it beforehand because the first time, uh, he kind of hears about it. He's always he's already acting uh, goofy about it, or kind of like oh, yeah, he's already oh, shutting it down okay. a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. trying to like just play low key all the mm-hmm. time, and he's yeah. the only one not celebrating. <laughs> he's the one still saying, "Don't yeah. believe the rumors." You right. Know? And I like the way they shoot that when um he's um when Andy's doing his. Stanford, Connecticut thing, and 
J- Jim's the only one sitting down in the back, and everyone else is standing up and like, "Congratulations, Josh! You know our leader." And like, you know, he's just like, "Oh God," because he knows mm-hmm. he knows what he's about to do. Right. And yeah. Jim's sitting down because he's just like, "What the hell?" You know, I don't know. Yeah, kind of seemed that way. Well, and and that that whole story twist is you know just such a good organic way to to, to move this along because you also have a situation that we've had people asking for thirty some odd episodes now. How is this guy still employed? I'm talking about Michael Scott. Right. How is this guy still here? How is this guy? So we all knew that it would take a miracle to save Scranton. Thank you, Staples. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? Staples saves the fucking day. And yeah. under fucked up <laughs> twist of irony, Staples saves our, <laughs> our Scranton branch. Yeah. That's so and weird. Goodbye, Josh about. Porter. Unfortunately, this is—I think this is the last episode he's in. Yeah, I yeah, think you're right. Again, we don't see him again. He's not even like a return, nope, sort of character later. Like, no, mm-hmm. no, they really are just like fuck that guy. <laughs> 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 Unless he was in, um, no, I don't think he was in Threat Level Midnight or anything. So. No, no, oh, Karen, that been Karen funny. was there. Troy was there. Uh, Jan, we don't see. Uh, um, we see Jan. Josh. No, no, I remember I messed with one girl. Uh, we did the whole Netflix and chill thing, and I told her I was going to show her my favorite action movie, <laughs> and I just started that episode. <laughs> and she goes, "Are you fucking with me?" I said, "Yes, yes, I am. Do you like it?" <laughs> <laughs> she did not. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> Where's that sense of humor? Yeah. Uh, oh well. <laughs> some get it, some you don't. But I think what was funny though about the the main storyline is that you know the branch is closing and everything but it's like multiple uh you know normally it's like one storyline for these two characters mm-hmm. one storyline for these two characters but multiple storylines of like you know Pam and Jim even it's mm-hmm. all hinged on what's happening with this branch closing so it's like yeah. as they slowly reveal like okay well like you're saying reveal like oh, the reveals. whole way through like yeah. okay so first it's like oh my god they're wait so they're it's closing and then it's no, they're not closing. Okay, so now it's... And it's just over well, and over again. Well, we get the moments. We get the Ryan and Kelly story. We get the yeah. stuff with uh, Kevin interacting with people like Angela. Sure. We get uh, uh, Kevin interacting with Pam. We get Toby interacting with people. I mean, this is such... This is the infinity war of The Office yeah. up to this point. <laughs> we, the we whole cast is here. Everyone's right. affected by the events. <laughs> we get the most Pam and Roy interaction yeah. in like a season oh or two. My God. I, I had one thing. I never noticed this until, you know, uh, I watched it just that last time. Every, you know, in that episode, you kind of at first are like, you know, maybe Roy's a good guy. Yeah. You know, you kind of get that vibe. But then at the same time, I just noticed I'm like, no, Roy's still a fucking asshole no. because he's still making. It, you know, just putting all that pressure on Pam. Yeah, and he's not being himself. No, yeah. and and not only that, he's upstairs like three or four times this episode. Like, fucker, get back to work. What yeah. are you doing? Quit yeah. drinking soda and looking at the receptionist. Yeah, all day. Go downstairs. <laughs> this isn't even your area. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, he just went. You know, keeps close, stays close, just in case Ryan's moving in. I don't know. Like the guy's right. stalking her like a fucking. Psycho. Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. You know, yeah, like at first close. you're kind of like, oh, maybe Roy's a nice guy, but it's like once you think about it in a reality sense of things, you're like, no, he's kind of still a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 He's he's not as he's not as a I don't he like Ryan turns out to be way worse. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, and we kind of see that too in this episode. I know we were talking about that off air. We really uh, start to see it cuz we've had a little bit of selfish Ryan, a little bit of narcissist and self-serving Ryan, but here's one where he's really you could like the stuff he says to Kelly, you're like this guy is a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. he's full-blown something. What is it like yeah. uh, uh, this might have actually yeah. been something. Yeah. But, but it's like but oh, you're going over here, I'm going over here. Yeah, you're, you're such a like human a garbage <laughs> person. What's like a middle school <laughs> 
break up like high school like right yeah it just doesn't make sense and it really like in before that is whenever they're kind of asking people how they feel about the branch closing kelly is crying out her <laughs> eye makeup like yeah if ryan go what is it if ryan gets it's fired and i stay i will kill myself so like romeo and juliet <laughs> I wonder if they actually had to make her eye like makeup look yeah, crazy. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just cry and just kind of wipe it around. I yeah. do that, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. I love how they have the different various reactions. Because is Stanley right after Kelly? Uh, uh, or is it later yeah, on? Yeah, I think so. And it kind of goes back like, out to the office, and he's like, po- he's boxing everything up. <laughs> he couldn't be happier. Like we've seen, it's the happiest we've seen Stanley since Pretzel Day. Yeah, yeah, like, and I love it because I swear the first time I saw this episode. I'm watching it, and as soon as it shows Stanley being excited about it, I was mm-hmm. like, this isn't happening. Yeah. yeah. Like, every time something good happens to Stanley, there's a hook. Yeah. There's, there's a catch. The she is Wily Coyote. You always get right. shit on in the end. Yeah. But perhaps our favorite reaction to all of it is uh, Michael's reaction. Oh, yeah. Because this ups his, you know, funny, kind of quirky humanity in a way you might say well and you think about like we get to that 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 grimace that he makes when he's announcing everything <laughs> oh, to the office the severe overbite uh-huh. <laughs> which then got turned into a meme so it's Everywhere. like whenever she's what is it like whenever she says she doesn't have any money and neither do you but the food already came and he's just <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> no well, but, yeah. and i love the progression of his reaction cuz at first he's oh, just kind of like yeah. What, there's nothing I can do, and he just gets in. You can tell he's about to be extremely depressed. Well, mm-hmm. at first he doesn't think it's real. He's just like, on whom's authority? <laughs> oh, like yeah. they're like they're play acting yeah. <laughs> in a scene, like what you said. Like this, it's like what you say in the past episodes. Like he, there's a way to do things, or a way that things are happening. He doesn't understand that life actually happens. <laughs> he thinks there's exactly. a script. Yeah. So so all he has to do when he's being presented with this thing is is talk his way around it. You know. Right. On whom's authority? <laughs> Will you shut me down? You know. And then he's like, as if she's going to stop, like, oh. (laughs) You're right. Well, Mr. Scarn. Carry on. (laughs) And I love, too, because it's like, uh, yeah, at first he really doesn't comprehend. I don't even think that it's like he made a conscious decision. I think it truly is that he doesn't fully understand that something bad is happening to him. You know, he's like, he doesn't, he's like, our numbers are, you know, he really legitimately doesn't understand, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not like that. It takes a couple of times for it to be like, what? Oh, yeah, right, yeah, no. and 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 of course, it's almost like he's going through the stages of grief. Yeah, I don't know that there's an you. order, but we see all those weird things: the the, the denial, the bargaining, the, right. the acceptance, the depression. <laughs> don't the, hurt me like I hurt you. <laughs> like that's gotta be uh, one of my favorite lines. With like, Chance, it's still about him. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, it always comes back to him every time. Something he did, or you know, the well, way he feels about it. <laughs> well, think about when he saves the branch at the end, like before, right before they find out that when I say when he saves the branch, when he <laughs> right. thinks he did. When, right before when he <laughs> saves the day yet again, <laughs> Michael Scarn, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, go ahead. He's he's crying on the on the 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 the, the sidewalk outside yeah. David Wallace's house, and he's yeah. all, "Everyone's gonna hate me. No one likes yeah. me anymore. Yeah, yeah. What, no, no one likes me anymore." <laughs> before everybody, before he says that though, I lost everybody's jobs. And then he really loses. He's like, nobody likes me anymore. <laughs> like that's the yeah. worst part of it to well, him. Well, because everybody knows that guy that's middle aged that. His only friends are his work friends because when he gets done with work, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He just, you know. Yeah. And I think that's Michael that it's like he has he's got himself into this hole in life to where it's like, this is it, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. I think is so great about his character is that it's like that's why he's over the top with his reactions. 
because this is all he has. That's this and watching whatever you know, yeah. movies he you know, or playing his games or whatever. But, yeah, I, but that's it. I'm picturing him in the, at the end of Halloween when the when he's at his house by himself, just yeah. looking depressed. Yeah, and like, yeah, that's it. That's, and then that's and when the he's kids doing. come to the and door, then the kids and that's, come to the door and they save and him, it's and that's the what happiest he part of his day, yeah. right there. Right, right. And it's like right. you know, in reality, that guy is a bummer. Always, like yeah. that guy sucks. Right. But I love that in this one, it's like not only does he. Well, not suck, but <laughs> it's like you can kind of like get behind how he feels about things. Because then, if you think of it with that, I you know that mm-hmm. thought process, it's like, yeah. yeah, of course he's gonna say things like like Pam's art show, and he's like, I'm really proud of you because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a scripted response, like you were saying. He thinks he's in a movie, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like he he that's his version of he also feels those things though he I, does. I i believe when it comes to no i don't the think offense. they're fake but yeah. i just think i think that so explains in my mind the the level of his caring and his gotcha. yeah like whenever he's like giving that grimace i feel like that was just him trying to hold back something like like he's about to break the fuck down man <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well there's no stanley trees out there or phyllis is right for the plucking <laughs> Show me that fart. <laughs> and he gets this the creepiest fucking So stern. Just but I love that the, the branch closing is not <laughs> is not what triggers him. His employees believe. getting laid off is not what triggers him. Him going downstairs and Daryl being like, actually, they gave the warehouse to Bob Vance. He's uh-huh. like, they're giving my branch to Josh. They're giving my garage to Bob Vance. <laughs> and it's just like, that's the last fucking straw, you pieces of shit. Now he's got his coat. <laughs> he's out the door. He's got his Dwight. Like, that's where he's just like, nope. Yeah. Not happening, and <laughs> not then happening. and then yeah, you pointed out that that uh, line from Pam is so great. <laughs> oh, good, you're taking Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I feel so secure in my now job double, now. <laughs> double downing now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Michael and Dwight are fighting for me. Yeah, fantastic. So he fails yeah. upwards. He he. The man doesn't know what discretion is, so I don't know why Jan keeps asking him about. Right, this is like the oh, what, like yeah. the second or third time she's like, "Please use your discretion." He hung a giant photo <laughs> of you two on vacation in the. Well, he yeah, didn't actually, hang it. Actually, he hadn't done that yet. That's, no, oh, is that later? That's oh, later yeah. episodes. Yeah, he he, he, he was going to send a nude picture of you to one of his friends. So, right. Yeah, the man, no, 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 no. He, no, he no. made up for calling Oscar faggy. <laughs> By kissing him. Yeah. <laughs> no discretion here. Yeah, and he just essentially, he makes the day much harder than it had to be. Because oh, yeah. it could oh, have yeah. been, if, if he hadn't said anything, Josh would have done what he did, and they would have all been fine. And yeah, nobody, right. no nobody, one nobody ever known. would have had to known anything. Yeah. It would have been one of those yeah. moments where like, Michael just, huh, okay, everyone yeah. go home. Like, yeah. no big deal. No. Yeah. So in his, in his overly horrible, caring way, mm-hmm. he makes their lives that much harder <laughs> that day by yeah. telling everybody. <laughs> I lo- yeah, and <laughs> and I then love- he does nothing by going to David Wallace's house <laughs> no. all day. Yeah. Well, and I love whenever, uh, right before he tells everybody, uh, Dwight just walks up and just goes, what did she say? Was she mean to you? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> it's, he has that little old, he has a younger brother, older brother di- dichotomy, even mm-hmm. though he, he's his boss. Right. Yeah, like, they're, like, they're constantly like switching places into who's the dominant character. And yeah. right. Well, in, and in I the, think the, my, yeah. the whole, yeah. this is the only thing, I think with Dwight, it's even more. Yeah. Because it's like Dwight lives out in the middle of nowhere on a beet farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's no way some creepy shit didn't happen on that beet farm, oh, man. Yeah. Like, some of the things he'll talk about, you're like, oh, sweet lord. 
Well, we talk about people who have like socio sociopathic kind of issues, and oh, Dwight yeah. is on top of that list. I mean, oh yeah, like completely. he almost doesn't understand when he has real feelings. That he's just kind of like, I, I, except for Michael. Yeah, Michael's the only character that he's just willy nilly with. Like, like even in the car when they're talking about their favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and Dwight just looks at him like. When you took me to the hospital, uh, yeah. you told me you can't. I was like, is he about to blow him? Like, <laughs> this is like, <laughs> and Michael just shuts it down, like, okay. okay. It's Michael's fear, too. Yeah. We're on camera right now. <laughs> 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 you just hear a Hold zip on sound. Like, Michael's like, I loved all of them. <laughs> Even when Jan told you the branch was closing, like, yeah. oh, come on, Dwight. Um, immediately gets hyper technical on him. <laughs> hyper technical, <laughs> hyper literal, yeah, hyper clinical, yeah, <laughs> oh, hyper tactile. Yeah. <laughs> Well, That's like even him. even that we were talking about that scene. Whenever uh, it's just that little snippet where he's got the Gatorade, yeah. replenish your fluids. <laughs> like yeah. a normal person would have said, "Here, have a drink of this." Not Dwight. Replenish your fluids <laughs> like a fucking robot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but Run out of court low, buddy. Run out of court low. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just looks at him like a like a dirty animal. And yeah. Yeah. Just, just wipes, wipes his <laughs> with this tie. <laughs> 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 because Dwight has that once again, even just one one drink of Gatorade, he can always just look so haggard and horrible when he's eating or drinking. Yeah, right, like the, even that one drink, and he just goes, "Ah!" What is wrong with you, dude? Like, <laughs> You're like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, he always does that. He's always making you know, himself oh, as gross as possible. As oh, gross, yeah. and he, you know, that's on. I mean, he just does it. On purpose all the time. Well, and I, I honestly think that that's part of what made Rain Wilson so awesome to me. Oh, yeah. Because when you see r- interviews with him, just him, you know, talking about the show or whatever, <laughs> mm-hmm. such like a normal, okay. down-to-earth guy, you're just kind of like, I could be friends with you. Yeah. And then he goes into Dwight mode, and you're like, fuck that person. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and then there's those weird things, like the fact that he's got uh, Wallace's address in his phone. Like, <laughs> Christmas cards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> to somebody he doesn't know, technically, or has never met and doesn't really know. And I love his, his the <laughs> premise is that he's like, <laughs> yeah, a- he's like, you don't even know him. He's like, yeah, but when I meet him, we'll have something to talk about. Yeah. There's <laughs> somebody who has a long game <laughs> on a relationship <laughs> like that, a business relationship, no less. Right. That's that's kind of. It's bold. <laughs> that's it's well, a little scary. That's what Mike's like. <laughs> like, like, straight up disturbed. Like. Well, yeah, and it's kind of like Michael will talk about how great of a salesman he is, yeah. but it's like Dwight has his address, dude. <laughs> like this guy is willing to do pretty much everything that is within his like realm to get a sale to make himself higher in the in the food chain, as he calls it at one point. Oh, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, and, and then we we get even more like fun Dwight because we get the him pretending to be Wallace when they're yeah. trying to do their Michael Moore reenactment. Oh kind of my god! I remember Doctor Turd. Do 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 I love that. Excuse, excuse me, uh, Mr. Wallace, David Wallace. <laughs> yes. yes. What's the meaning of this? Because <laughs> that's how people react to that situation. <laughs> Apparently, this scene took place in like the 1920s. Right. You know? <laughs> he turned on that. That stage charm right there. What is the <laughs> meaning, young man? What is the meaning of this? Well, and then he fully commits to the role too, because then he's just like, <laughs> oh, "Well, it's just not fiscally st-. like giving him real reasons why they're oh. shutting down the brand." That's why this whole show shouldn't exist, by mind you. By that point, exactly. it was completely ridiculous that there was a mid, like a middleman basically for for paper because office. 
all those places have been around for a while. Oh, yeah. Right? They were already dominating. And I mean, and that's was sort of one of the, the ideas in the show. And I don't know if it was in the original British show. Um, but in, in America, it made sense for this to be a struggling small company being yeah. run out by the big guys. That's, that's a very... I feel Standard like the British, they were they were line. struggling, but I don't think it was quite as much yeah. a part of the storyline. Yeah, like yeah. it was just kind of like I think the British version was more like, yeah, they were going to paper company. It's boring. Yeah, yeah. But it's then it's like boring. when yeah. when this one started, like the like we were t- we've been talking about this whole time. The character interaction was just so alarmingly accurate that it's like mm-hmm. I have one of those people in my life. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. there's always two characters that really never have a lot of dialogue together, but that's not true with this show. At one point or another, yeah. every character kind of has like something going on with another character. That's at true. At one point or another. Yeah. Yeah, because they got that wide open space mm-hmm. kind of free- freewheeling and they can do that. Well, yeah, and, and I think that's the, the thing that they really relied on more and more and, and, and gave them the feeling that they had an ensemble well, cast they could rely on when they lost uh, Michael Scott yeah. was that they made these people interact. They treated yeah. it like an office. Well, right? uh, yeah, I mean, they had the conference room. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, it's a great device to get everybody together yeah. and interacting. Yeah. So you can kind of have that. I never even thought about it that way. But well, and that was one of my first thoughts when you talked about how just about everybody interacts with everybody. Is that room is one of the core places for that because you have those quick moments where Andy says something and Stanley responds, you know, stuff like that. And it really kind of gives them the the freedom to kind of be like, okay, if Michael were to suggest this, what characters would chime in? And I just love the idea of like a writer's room moment of kind of being like, well, I guess Stanley would say something like this or something, you know, along those Mm -hmm. lines. And I think that's kind of what really got me to start watching it. That's like, because... I'd watched a couple of seasons like years and years ago, but then I was just kind of like, I'm the guy that when it's cringeworthy, I yeah. can't really watch as much. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just kind of like I'm embarrassed for them. Yeah, you have yeah. to get through those first seasons. The yeah, first season, and then right. after Actually, once I actually yeah. sat down, and that was the part that I was just kind of like. Fuck, I'm hooked. Like, yeah. this is this is part of who I am now. Great. Well, <laughs> like, they bring back the cringe every now and then. Everyone they bring it back hard. Yeah. Even that, big, even that grimace episodes. that he gives yeah. when he gives the announcement, you kind of yeah. like, oh, I don't know yeah. if I would have gone with that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it's like, but the the interaction, yeah. Whenever uh, you know between Dwight and Michael when they're doing this this, you know, tr- trying it out, I guess. Uh huh. Of just David Wallace walking up, and he's just going to bombard him on his way into his house. And he compares himself to Michael Moore. Yeah. This is what Michael Moore does. Yeah. Why do you pollute? You're bad. bad. You're a bad person. Why do you pollute? Like, yeah. and, and, and his little, he can't, he can't pronounce documentarian. Yeah. Documentarian. And whenever, I love it, though, because then uh, whenever the first round, whenever... Dwight shuts him down. Yeah. He goes, no, 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 do it again. And this time be more afraid of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't do it like that. <laughs> don't touch me. Yeah. Yeah, and don't touch me this time. <laughs> yeah. But I love that moment too, that, listen, Scott. <laughs> yeah, he puts his hand on his shoulder. <laughs> like he's actually comforting you him. You almost yeah. wonder if that's actually Dwight talking at that moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen. Is Dwight still here? Yeah. He's still here, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> but I love, it's the very end of that yeah. whole situation. And he just goes, do, 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 do. Just goes, Right back into it, he goes, Excuse me, man. He's, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Dwight being more afraid, afraid of him. <laughs> <laughs> ah! It's like he saw a bug or something. <laughs> yeah, that was whole scene was set up so well. I was, I was thinking about that, especially someone that, like, you know, thinks about comedy writing. Like, that 
that built and built and built just to have the punchline be ah. <laughs> those two, to, those and you throw the, the great writing with those two together. Oh yeah, it's just can't, and especially on when they're outside the office too, and it's just oh, them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've noticed it all the time, and it's just it it, it heightens their comedic value in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. really funny the way that works. Well, and they do both kind of have like sev- almost separate. They play off each other whenever all the time. they're outside, yeah. Yeah. as oh, yeah, opposed yeah, yeah, when they're yeah. in the office. Yeah. Like because yeah. Michael does this thing where he's you know. He kids around everything, but he's still like the authoritarian, yeah. like whatever. And Dwight's yeah. just number two. Yeah. Dwight's most of the time. But whenever they're up. out and about, they're just two idiots. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. just, <laughs> two guys. Like, yeah. They're just two guys <laughs> driving into a lake, you know. Yeah. And, the, and the office comparison, they're kind of normal dudes. Out in the world, below average. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They have plummeted in ratings. Like, they have their down. limitations. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice yeah. way they, it. Like in the office up here, outside down here. Like, <laughs> And they're salesmen, <laughs> right? And, and, yeah, ironically, and, and two good salesmen too. And good salesmen, weirder. their eccentricities get them by. Yeah, apparently, two of the best of the whole show. They're the only ones that are like apparently ranked gang. Yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah. more than once they'll call Dwight the best salesman. Yeah, and like, more than once they'll say Michael had that title back in the day. Yeah. Right, but, but two months they they gave him a piece of paper for the second month. We yeah, oh, we heard all about that. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Yeah, like Stanley's got his uh, solid, uh, you know, bout of business. He's never really in question. Phyllis is whatever, and Andy sucks, and Pam's the worst. Right. right. Although, Andy, we've had a – there's been um, inconsistencies about Andy, the same way that we have the inconsistency about the number two, where Jan actually says it as if it's a thing, Uh, but Charles Miner's never heard of it. Andy, at one point, is referred to as a good salesman, too. When? Um, well, we got, uh, I think it's the first episode of season four when Michael's in the car. Oh, that's oh yeah. They're good rocking Andy yeah, and so-and-so are doing great in sales. rocking the sales. Yeah, that's it. And then I think, yeah, because yeah, okay. later all of a sudden Andy is the worst. And yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, not the worst. Ryan is the worst. No, that's yeah. true. Because like, what is it? Ryan something like three or four yeah, seasons. Never got a sale. Oh, he never got one. He never got. Pam got one before him. Yeah. <laughs> seasons later. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. The Michael Scott paper as they, at least they shit on Ryan a good amount, and, and he's uh, working at a bowl. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> I don't think we fully talked about how bad Ryan is after Kelly comes back to him and is just oh my oh god, automatically you know yeah, so happy. And, and after and he has said these things about like we really could have been a thing, and so yeah. now it's not they're not getting shut down. So Kelly's yeah. mindset <clears throat> is we're gonna be a thing. Yeah, yeah. He, and he, Ryan is just. Not having it. He has ruined everything for himself. Right. Well, we, we think he's not, but he has gives that little camera look, like, and like he's just being so coy, and I can't explain it. Yeah, that's an interesting talking it's head. It's an interesting. I, I don't. I'd like BJ Novak to explain that to me sometime, or whoever wrote this episode. I my opinion on what he's feeling there and what that's supposed to show us has changed. Like I I I thought that it was him being depressed. I thought that it was him considering it. You know, I mean, I don't. I think he's just being a guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't know about that one because I'm just not, like or a bad guy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like the, he goes yeah. a little above and beyond just a normal fuckboy. Like, <laughs> no, he, no, sorry, he's just being a douche. That's yeah, really what yeah. I meant to say. And I mean, like that's another kind of character development too, because at the beginning, Ryan's just the new guy. Like, yeah, he's yeah, just he's a, the he's yeah. just a dude. He's almost the throughway 
by the you know well the, yeah character because he's being introduced to the office like we're being introduced to the office right. yeah. his first day yeah he's our viewpoint character in the beginning while, and yeah. and now we're really starting to get that development with him as a person I think it really started yeah. last season with Valentine's Day and him and Kelly dating right yeah that well, that gave him his own unique identity they but, don't give him too many positives throughout the season so by the end of it it's really not all surprise I mean it's surprising yeah. what happens spoiler alert but I mean it's yeah. not to put him in a more adversarial. It just heightened his adversarial to Michael and everyone else even yeah. more. Later. Well, and I think like the entire show, he just gets progressively <laughs> more oh. douchey, more sociopathic, yep. uh-huh. like like taking advantage of Michael. Yeah, basically, especially the whole time. like later on when certain things happen to him. It's you know, downright abusive. Honestly, yeah, he just yeah. he uses everyone around him, and you're just kind of like, really, he no used- one's calling this guy out on this. <laughs> like, I love yeah. he uses all the printer ink, and I love Aaron's little looks to the camera. Like later on, when <laughs> he's like, well, and he he keeps <laughs> it's uh, like at first it's just Kelly. Yeah. He yeah. just uses Kelly. Yeah. And then later, it's you kind of get the sense, like, oh, okay, he's also using Michael. Mm-hmm. And especially in this episode, whenever he's got his hands behind his head in that interview, so he's all cocky. Oh, like, yeah. Michael's going to write me a great <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, he's, you almost, he's implied, like, Michael Fulon wants to blow me right now. Like, <laughs> like he's going yeah. to give me a great recommendation. A lot of blowjob talk, I, I'm finding. It really is. <laughs> yeah. He got in that jam, you know, uh, uh, Hooking up with her uh, bef- <laughs> on the day before Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now he's and now he's scot free. For- <laughs> right, <laughs> he's got right. his hands behind well his head. And then and it's just like yeah, it goes directly to him telling Kelly like we could have been something, just knowing he's about to do something to this chick that's gonna break her heart, and he's just kind of like yeah, this kind of worked out great. <laughs> like <laughs> fuck, so you, we kinda, dude. <laughs> we kind of get our comeuppance when she comes at, back to him at the end. Right. Like no way, man, this is not over yet. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like every time like Kelly has those moments where like she's crying or she's yeah, like overly happy. Yeah, or overly I swear to god when she gets all high school and everything I'm like what happened to you in mm-hmm. high school that yeah. stunted you so uh-huh. bad? She's stuck there forever. Like That's what a good the analysis hell? Yeah. Hear, yeah, psychoanalyze that one. See, like I really like there's probably like a dark corner you could take that for sure. <laughs> you could. There's a lot of corners you could take that one too. <laughs> I could think of it like she just never got out of high school phase, and right. that's it. <laughs> Which is so funny to me, because last episode at Diwali, she's chiding her sisters for being so young and, and, and right. whatnot. Ah, she's she's the, the grown one. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess it would take also that element of every character kind of has like their office persona, and then who they are out in the world. Yeah. Like, right. So I guess, yeah, Kelly, maybe Kelly, when she's around her family, is a little bit more like respectable, a little bit yeah. more responsible. Would, yes. But yes. then when she gets to the office, yeah. she sees all these boring older people and is just like, just kind of regresses maybe. Maybe so. Or she's just a crazy bitch. Maybe, yeah. Like, well, this is also a possibility. Yeah. She's acting out after a, a lot right. of years maybe where she couldn't be who she wanted to be or something like right, that. Right, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Well, and that's great too. Is that we've we've really only had her as we know her for about a year at this point because it was about the middle of season two where she really started to develop her personality. Yeah, yeah, she's a totally different person at the beginning. That's the f- yeah, yeah. And then she just, I think they just wanted to take the character another way, and they I were right they, to do they so. They kind of amped up a lot of the characters, I think. Yeah, you know, sure. that's right. We always go back to this how everybody changes throughout well, the whole thing. Obviously. Yeah. Well, and tonight we talked about how we were really getting that uh, toddler dumb, naive dumb Kevin. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he like goes up to Pam and he's like, "What are they talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Sort of dopey. It's like he know. goes, is it bad? She like, goes, I don't no. know. Like, <laughs> it's like he's a blind man. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. look in there for yourself and 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 
kind of comprehend because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, although although we, get the, we get the great Dwight moment where he completely has no idea. Cause, oh, yeah. Because he's still in sort of his somewhat naive, not comprehending sort of, well, stu- not dumb Dwight, but less smart Dwight. Well, yeah, well, and there's and still that sort of naive, like, because he's just not on the inside track of exactly what's happening. True. Like, clearly, he understands the paper business, as we learn <laughs> right. when he becomes David Wallace. He's the <laughs> best fucking salesman. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? He knows what he's doing. <laughs> what <laughs> did Jan say? <laughs> Colon. The Michael Colton. Scott. Yeah, yeah, Scott sorry. <laughs> By Michael Scott. Scott. With Dwight Schrute. Oh, something <laughs> weird is going so, on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> something weird. Yeah, the story of Michael's book. Well, and it's like with Kevin, too, it's like, uh, later on, whenever they're talking about going to get lunch, like mm-hmm. Phyllis walks up, is like, "Hey, we're gonna go get lunch." Kind of this one last time thing. Like yeah. she's about to have like a, she wants to have a real moment with these people. That's a really nice thing to do, Phil. Yeah, and then yeah. Angela and Kevin can't stop fucking arguing <laughs> over where they're gonna mm-hmm. go. Yeah, despite the fact that they just got invited to an already existing event. This isn't your thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just realized Oscar's still on his vacation. We don't. We still on his vacation. On his vacation. Yep, that's a good. One, yep. I thought of it like two seconds after you left. <laughs> <laughs> he missed a lot of action when he, really he, when he leaves. But then it was like, yeah, but again, when he comes back, uh, it's yo. just like it's like he never left. They just kind mm. of like it slides right in, a, immediately get into a storyline with him. They have the <laughs> the, the Mexicanness party because yeah. <laughs> right. that's what Michael yeah. says defines him. <laughs> <laughs> Not his gayness; it's his Mexicanness. <laughs> But it shows how strong the, the Angela-Kevin uh, back and forth is, though. Because I just yeah. realized, oh, yeah, Oscar wasn't even there. Those yeah. two kind of held it down on their own. Absolutely. And you, you got to think, like, she's she's probably had it up to here having just to work with him the whole time. Right. Maybe. Because, like, if you think about it, that's kind of their dynamic is that Kevin can't talk to Angela without her losing her shit. Yeah. No. Sometimes she can talk to Oscar. And Kevin and Oscar are good friends. So right. Oscar's like that the middle buffer. ground. Yeah. Because and so that's why they're like sitting there just yelling at each other about restaurants, <laughs> Hooters. Hooters then. Yeah, and then he's Hooters. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, I like her. No fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drive all the way to Dunmore. <laughs> I've actually Google mapped how far that was. That's. It, kind of it wasn't too bad, was it? No, it's like going to <laughs> Bartlesville. Not even that. No, no. Well, like, like, like a like Owasso, Owasso or something like that. Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, I love it when people say something. Even in town, like I'll say, I'll be like downtown and they'll live out south. And I'm the worst at it, though. Like the, I'm downtown. I'm a downtown guy. Yeah. I barely go. Like this is the furthest south I've been in years, probably. I think this is the furthest south a lot of our guests have ever yeah. been. <laughs> but it, yeah, they'll they'll say something right. like 71st and Memorial from downtown. Not a crazy drive, but I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I'm like, no, I'm I'm gonna go home. <laughs> not even, there's not even a highway entrance close enough to there. You know, right. right. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless it's unless it's like. You know, for specific people, then it's just kind of like, okay, I can yeah. make that drive. But I kind of hint, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but for office podcasts, oh, I'm mad. definitely doing it. Yeah. I'm mostly yeah. talking about like if you're at the bar oh, and yeah, someone yeah, invites yeah. you to come over to their house for a little mm-hmm. bit. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm good. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, the worst one was this girl. She was like, Can you give me a ride home? I said, Yes, I can. She, I said, where do you live? She said, county line. And I go, fuck, I already said yes. <laughs> so that's like an hour drive, something like that. Oh, so was, Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the comparison to Dunmore no, from no. Scranton, but, but if it's county what? line, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and 
it should be noted it's going to be the last time they all see each other. So right, <laughs> well, and Angela is yeah. still not. No, budging, you all aren't worth going to Dunmore for. <laughs> yeah. That's some fuck kind of bitch all she of you. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But that's what she we love her for it though. Yeah. Well, and I love yeah. that you know what's funny is that then they announce, and like you know Jan comes in. Oh yeah. Again, reveal. Mm-hmm. She reveals to them. Yeah. Okay, your branch isn't closing, and the first thing that happens is Kevin and Angela hug. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. can we go ahead and stop fighting? <laughs> like, yeah, really. We, we both know you love each other. Let's get the fuck over this and just do the hugs. Those are more. I, I want to say like, those are more the actors. Yeah, right. Because right. Angela yeah. Kinsey's actually a really loving, per- funny person. So. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I well, feel like Angela Kinsey's more of a hugger than Angela Martin. Spit. Spit. Well, and I love the idea of just Kevin being this this dolt of just this lovable. Dolt. Guy, yeah. and Angela is just this character that just everyone kind of hates. But it's like those two characters in the realm of reality probably would get along pretty well because Kevin goes along with most things. Yeah, yeah. she just leave him, lead him around. Yeah, make him do whatever. And she, but doesn't matter what he says, she hates him. Yeah. <laughs> like just despises everything about well, him. Well, <laughs> and then I mean, her she has the most severe reaction to uh, the news of the branch closing. Like I don't think what. I blame. I think we're all to blame, or what was mm-hmm. something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Something, you know, something yeah. very something holier than thou. Holier like than thou. Yeah. not one person. We're all to blame, or something. Something. Yeah, this line. isn't just someone's fault. <laughs> we all suck. It's like, okay, that didn't help anything. Okay. <laughs> not at all. But there was one little Angela moment that I never noticed, and it's when they're all leaving to go to Poor Richards, and it's Roy's coming back in. And she gives a little hi to Roy. Well, and that's the same one where she sells him yeah, like, that he's going to be strong. okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of floated in my mind, like, was there like some alternate, perhaps, scenario where like her and Roy hook up? Yeah. Like, because oh, that would have been cool. It seemed like, and how would have that, how would have that gone? Well, because Roy, know. Roy's character, like his storyline, really fizzles out. Well, hard. he's just off like, the show. Yeah. Eventually, and well, because like, it's like yeah. after, the, after the it was like two or three things. They, nothing. Yeah, after the two or three things they did to him, as far as like story arcs and things like that. True. There was nowhere for that character to go. Yeah, so it's true. like if. What would have happened if he would have been the one to hook up with Angela? You know what I mean? Like, right. He would have kept around in the show, you know? I mean, it would have, it would have changed the entire show. I mean, obviously. And the whole dynamic between I mean, Pam and Angela yeah. would have changed. What happens like, to Dwight? I mean, yeah. the Dwight-Roy thing, that could have been interesting. That standoff. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he, later on, yeah, they do have a little bit of a standoff. So it's like, what would have happened? Well, and with Roy, this history of... Well, we Go get ahead. and we get good development with Roy this episode episode because we have sort of tucked into this ongoing is is uh is is Jim coming back? You know, like yeah, is, right. is he gonna do it? Is they have this? They're really pushing Roy. He has those moments where he's like, "I'm really glad you're still gonna work here." Oh, yeah, uh, he's being overly he's overly trying to be supportive of the art school reveal mm-hmm. when he finds yeah. out about that. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, back in Scran- uh, in yeah, Stanford, Stanford, we've got Karen. <laughs> Uh, coming on to Jim and, and, and also doing being that, playful, yeah. throwing stuff that. at him, you know. They, up the ante, they really you know, both did kind of, they were just, I think with that, it was more like, everyone knows this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. This Jim Pam thing has to happen. Everyone is just on the edge of the seat. Like, would you just do it? Just, yeah. F- just do it. Like, And so it's just kind of like, there has to be that temptation of like, Roy, you know, she she knows him. She's already been engaged to the guy. Mm-hmm. Now he, he's Jim's trying hard. Right, trying he's hard. actually trying to be a dude. They still in reality, have, he's yeah. still a piece of shit. But she doesn't know that. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, they still they still have that little somewhat sort of chemistry that they have. Right, the back and forth, like oh you and like right. like 
I'm really glad you're gonna be working here. And he's all just his confidence is so brimming at that point. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get her back. Like, yeah, no, you yeah. won't, Roy. And Shut it down, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then no, it's like run away, run, Pam, yeah. run. That's what and I want to say. And on the flip side, you have Jim, who's got this new kind of you know different, mm-hmm. all, completely different mm-hmm. from Pam in a lot of ways. Yeah. Person yeah. that he's kind of got a thing with. Well, not well. He didn't really want to go back to Scranton. I mean. Because and, and I think it's interesting that one of the things that, in his mind, I think, will help him cope with going to Scranton is Karen. Yeah. Which is kind of a dick move. But a little bit. A he, little like, bit. She, yeah. like, he tells her in the beginning, he's like, New York's 45 minutes yeah, from here. If I were you should yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. He basically was like, oh, uh, and like changes his mind later. He's like, don't move to New York. Make me feel better in, in this situation yeah. that yeah. I'm in. Well, because I, yeah. I think the way it plays true, out is I don't think true. he's going to go. He learns that she does want to go or that she would go. Now he's interested in going. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. That's true. Good point. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, yeah, I, did, I guess I just did, sort of kind of skip over that part. Well, You're right. And yeah. I mean, she gives us the point blank that she's into him, and she says she doesn't think he is. But honestly, the way that he sort of comes around on Scranton, just yeah. because of the idea that she might be there, yeah, he is into her. Well, and she also could be playing coy because, like, I don't think he's into me. I don't know. Like, right. Oh yeah. At, at when in reality, way, you know, she's like, "Yeah, I'm getting it." You're talking to a film crew about your love life. Yeah. <laughs> what is this a secret? Like, <laughs> and and of course that that whole scene where she she reveals that comes right after the talking head with Pam, where she's talking about uh, uh, maybe there are reasons to stay. Yes. and the footage we're seeing is Jim and Stanford, right, kind of like right. like kind of hinting at this love triangle that might happen. Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, or, or, or she's listing all those reasons, but ultimately we, we know the real reason is Jim. right. Yeah. and the camera work at that part is really. Clever too, because she's talking Mm -hmm. about it, but then they just pan over and it's in Stanford Mm -hmm. on Jim, kind of thinking about his decision or whatever. (laughs) And we're all kind of like, "Bitch, we know what you're talking about." Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) don't you lead us on? We know. (laughs) We see see you when he arrives. Uh (laughs) We've been watching this this whole time. Who are you? Who are you playing to? <laughs> How dare you! Be more scared, <laughs> and don't touch me this time. <laughs> don't touch but me this time. It's interesting too that Jim mentions New York because obviously that's going to be the end of the season. So it we're is sort of planting that seed. They kind of plant that seed too, just like uh, I it's like Philly, New York, and Scranton. Mm-hmm. Those are yeah. our kind of well. Besides all the other branches that they visit. Well, and I love that Jim never once thinks of that as his own advice. Like, he tells Karen, New York's 45 minutes away. You should do that. It's like, Jim, you're 45 minutes from New York. Why don't you fucking move? Yeah. But in his head, he's like, he never really talks about the other option. No. You know, he's sitting there debating whether or not he's going back to Scranton, but he never talks about another option or anything. So it's like, Mm -mm. again, bitch, we know. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't don't try and play with us, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> but as far as my fit, one of the things that uh, I thought was funny was whenever um, they actually come back and say, "Okay, sorry, we're actually closing." You know, we were talking about Andy had to rub it in someone's face. Well, now that's all backwards, and so he has to remain on top. Yeah, and that's when he turns to Jim is just like. Yeah, if I don't get a job, it's fine. I went to Cornell. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, <laughs> I'll probably teach. Like, right. maybe, what are you going to teach, fucker? Like, <laughs> you? And, like, then, <laughs> and then immediately Jim is goes into prank mode where he's just, where'd you go to school? Yeah, yeah. like, wait, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a nice casual, like, what? Uh, you know, I, I, so I, I wait, where'd know. you go? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nice. Cornell. <laughs> like, he's oh. so caught off guard by it. Right. <laughs> 
but, did Andy end? Oh man, he must have been one of the better salespeople, I guess, for them to take him. So. Right, because yeah. like, well, <laughs> they took all of them, don't they, they? Like in the next episode, they it's take, just kind of. Uh, I mean, I there's, think there's like few, ten of them or I something. So what? what no, uh, well, I'm what, sure Stanford. Some, there's like five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure some yeah. of them were on the Stanley route of like, I'm taking the severance. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. But it's like yeah. every single one of those people. Bail. Yeah, there's like a, at some point, except yeah. Brandy. Yeah, the end. Faux Pam, the, the the other woman who looks like Pam, has like old, her old haircut. Right. She doesn't go. Yeah, I know that yeah. much. And I think there's another guy who actually sort of kind of looks like Jim, who's there too, and he doesn't he doesn't go. So right, it was interesting how they, those side characters are sort of similar looking. Well, just like when we started in uh, Scranton, there's other office characters who we don't yeah. see ever yep. again. That's right. They <laughs> <laughs> definitely know how to do that. Which, I remember rewatch like I started the series over again, and I always forget that there's that one guy that they fire in like the first season, I think it was. Devin and you second. N- yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, never yeah. see him again. And you barely saw him in the in the beginning anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I was like, wow, Devin. what a throwaway character of just kind of like he's fired. Who? That guy. I forgot he was fucking here. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of throwaways here and there, especially at the start. And yeah, and that's uh, we're definitely gonna be be playing uh, office member survivor in the next episode because we, we call a couple of them, I think. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, it's a, it's kind of yeah. So we uh, trivia or uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, anything? We, got, uh, we miss. I feel like we're missing something. Yeah, no. I'm not sure. The only things that is, I do want to use the words "noble Daryl" on the mic. <laughs> noble yes! Daryl. Yeah, noble and, <laughs> and of course, we talked about how this is about to be Michael's breaking point when he learns about Bob Vance uh, buying right. the warehouse. But yes. before that, he's still trying to be like this uplifting guide <laughs> to people. Yeah. Still yeah. somehow talking yeah. down to Daryl, though. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. always and forever, he talks yeah. down to him while still trying to be like. You're amazing. <laughs> it's just like this. It's so weird how he does that. It is weird. And he also, uh, while trying to be sentimental with Stanley, looking at the picture of his daughter and saying they grew up so fast. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> it's like, it kind of sounds creepy, Michael. It's calm, completely calm creepy. And Stanley doesn't even, he doesn't even raise it, doesn't say a word. Just mm-hmm. that one tug back <laughs> says it all. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to, I want you to think mention. Stanley grew on trees? <laughs> Show me that. Michael, Michael loves the Stanley tree. <laughs> the Stanley tree hates Phyllis Michael. is just popping up ripe for the picking. <laughs> <laughs> Good job on Stanley with the, the little, his little expressions always are, are they're so spot on when he actually learned that branch is not closing. Yeah. And Phyllis goes chest. to hug him. And he just has this crooked, like, <laughs> well, it, pitiful has, look like, on his some face. Great expressions this episode. Like when Dwight knocks the coffee out of his hand, he just looks at him like, motherfucker. Yeah. He gives him oh, like an yeah. ice cube scowl almost. And yeah. just like, I will fuck you up. <laughs> really? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and him and Michael have a little classic uh, back and forth when Michael's like, I think uh, you might have heard some rumors about the branch closing. He's like, you mean when you told us the branch was closing? <laughs> you mean when you blatantly told us that was happening? <laughs> I swear the guy is playing a character half the time. Well, I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> he's the one character that will always call Michael out on his bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. every oh. single time. If Stanley yes. has an opportunity, he'd be like, no. That, no. Yeah. You're oh. not allowed to just get away with being an idiot right now. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And I love how they'll push that to the hilt in the upcoming episode. Oh, yeah. Which we'll, we'll see oh, later on. That <laughs> the first time I saw it, though, that was one that I straight up had to kind of pause the episode because I was cringing so oh, hard yeah. for yeah, Michael. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do but like I'm, I'm, getting a, I'm getting ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's all right. We're all we, over. We skip around all over. This is a, a spoilers alert episode. Or, uh, 
uh, podcast. Right. <laughs> I, I'm assuming if you're if you're listening to this, you've heard you've watched everything through at least once. Yes. Like, you had to have, right? Yeah. Like it's a, otherwise yeah. you're just kind of like, oh, that's that's a cool idea for a podcast. Yeah. But if you've sat down and watched the the entire series, you hear this premise and you're like, oh fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> yeah. Immediately I subscribed to it because I was just kind of like. Hell yeah! Like even if I hadn't watched that episode recently, yeah. I know that I know the episode. Yeah, like it sticks in your head so well. well exactly. And that's one of those things is there's so standout moments that we remember from every episode, and then the more you watch it, there's so many layers, there's so many little oh, wow. things that can be missed. Backstories well, three seasons ago, like something mm-hmm. just yeah. comes up. That well, just and even just like wow. the Meredith thing where she thought for six years, yeah, <laughs> that Michael agreed to have sex with her on the last day. If you watch some of the other episodes, that makes a, f- a few things make a little bit more sense like yeah. during the Christmas episode she comes flashes in the office him. just flashes yeah. him and he takes the picture and walks <laughs> off this like, whole time she's thought she he was into her right <laughs> like she's just like alright but that last day we're still on for that one right like uh-huh. <laughs> and you know people have done that I love how that's where they've got that too people have done stuff like that oh, oh yeah and that's where those stories definitely come from well like, it's like she had to have had like, Meredith makes so much sense to me like she's a real character like there's yeah. everyone knows that person that's like you're still working there and it's every time she's the one that's like let's go to the bar <laughs> like drives a van just yeah. hates her life but drinks it away apple teenies like. for sex in the city is a special yeah. night you know? <laughs> like. was it the christmas party whenever he's like uh equal parts and he just lists like six liquors and he's like and two splendas call it a little bit of everything and yeah. she chugs it down and you're like meredith <laughs> what are you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> she, she's well aware. <laughs> Man. So you got some trivia for us? Yeah, I got some quick hit trivia for you. All right. We'll just, I uh, wish we had the buzzers. We have the buzzers because you, know, you guys don't know this so buzzers. well. No, I will. So, I will so just, scream, just scream out the answer. Oh, that's yeah. going to be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's your buzzer. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Uh, number one. Uh, what time in the morning did uh, that coffee supposed uh. to be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hilton with the a- uh. 8 a.m. You got it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Here's a here's a here's an interesting one. How does Claire, here's a random one. How does Claire Danes as Juliet kill herself in the movie? Uh, yeah. Poison. Nope. Damn it. In the movie. Does that she, that she Claire shoots Danes herself? Does you got she? it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I remember because. In the movie, in the, yeah, in the, in the, the movie, play, yeah. in the earlier movie, she she poisons herself. I remember oh, no, though I because think she stabs herself. Actually, oh. does she stab? Because well, he drinks the poison. I thought it was I'm, like she shot herself because that was in the nineties, whenever yeah, exactly. gun control and everything was starting to get like that first. Mm. Oh right, that's we how, should probably do something about that's this. How they, <laughs> that's how they did that version. Oh, okay. Well, and but I just like, remember too he had the gun with him. I guess that so. was the first time I remember ever hearing someone be so upset about a remake, <laughs> and I'm like, really too soon. Is that yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should have waited another five hundred years. Yeah, yeah, like come on, guys, he's barely cold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the mid crying, the Claire Danes one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. It's one to one. How many people would have been put out of work at the Scranton branch? <laughs> uh, Fifteen. You got it. Nice. Number four. Uh, oh, what restaurant does Phyllis suggest that they go to for the getaway? Oh no. Anyone? Kevin just killed it so well with going. Hooters. That's all uh-huh. I'm thinking of right now, and I know that's they the talk answer. about it later. It's a hint. They do talk about it later in is the it, conversation. Is it Poor Richards? Nope. 
Oh, in conversation. In that conversation. I was thinking. I, I was thinking. All right. So Phyllis them. says this. I was thinking. I don't know. I don't, no one them. knows. DJs. DJs. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah, I do remember that. DJs was the correct answer. They always okay. like do that though. That they'll talk about some certain restaurant or bar, and then it never fucking comes up again. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Really? How yeah. big is Scranton, guys? Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, it's a they, I think it must be new because all the places they met, they uh, they reference are actual places that were there or that are there or were there. Like there's That's one cool. that was been well. Poor Richards gets yeah. referenced, it's and they there. actually that, are they actually there a are few there. times. Yeah, and there's yeah. a there's one where Jim gets a uh, uh, oh when it's Dwight's speech when Jim's second whatever place prize he gets. Pizza to Cugino's. Oh yeah, yeah. and, then and that, that actually exists and it has closed since then. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> I was about to say, like, so how much are you googling, man? Like, you're watching too much. Episode, like, I've googled right. way too many things about this show. It's ridiculous. That's why I do what I do, exactly. and that's why you're the trivia that's why guy. I do this right. shit. Uh, last one. Who's buying shots at Poor Richards? Oh, it's Creed. Yeah, there Creed. Yeah. He made twelve hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> better be buying <laughs> shots. Better spend a little bit. It'll probably still come out a thousand. Again, never comes up in the next episode. <laughs> like missing equipment. Whatever. We'll t- <laughs> that should have been the cold open. Is well, we had to replace all of our equipment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for some little, reason. You know, a little mention would have been kind of nice, actually. <laughs> I think that would have been fun. Well, and it kind of it kind of goes to though that nothing really comes back for Creed. You, like you, you know, it's you know, one yeah. episode, the next episode, like, but nothing ever. Nothing connects. Uh, you never really get full information on Creed. They could have. I'll tell you how he got it back. He's a cold blooded killer. Right. He went and bought. He went and got that stuff back. There's, there's actually all the buyers. A buddy of mine has a theory that Creed actually isn't his name. He was a homeless guy who saw an opportunity <laughs> mm-hmm. whenever like leadership was changing at a paper company. Yep, Ed Truck. And he fucking killed a guy named Creed Bratton <laughs> and took <laughs> his life job. basically. Yeah. Like. That's it, my friend's theory. And, of course, we were smoking weed, and we were in, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> that makes so much sense, bro. The clouds parted. You saw the light. Yeah, too. I was like, we're basically <laughs> philosophers now. Like, yeah, I had the, today, I had the creed revelation, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to oh, yeah. start a church. Because <laughs> nice. even, yeah, uh, I don't know if it was before or later, Creed talks about, I've been in multiple cults, both as a leader and a member. <laughs> Make more money as a leader. You have more fun <laughs> as a follower. Yeah. Oh God! He, and his his uh, his my his the way he looks at things in this is such a predatory Creed mm-hmm. way. Yeah. He's top top of his game. I kind of get it though. Like, kind of like too, a gangster. He's got his gangster going on. Yeah, Michael yeah. wishes That's he could have side had. hustle. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. He's just like I know I'm gonna get a severance, but. Uh, Papa's gonna take care of himself. Gonna, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can only sit, I can only eat soup at that uh, <laughs> that homeless <laughs> right. that homeless place so much. Right, <laughs> man. Oh, good stuff. Anything we missed that we want to mention? I don't think so. Oh, well, there's Costa Rica. Yeah, we. Do. Oh my God, it's true. The first time <laughs> we hear that, sad ass Flenderson. <laughs> like, oh, Michael's and uh, Michael's immediate accusatory. Traitor. Traitor. <laughs> yeah, you knew the whole time. Three minutes. Three minutes. And calls Toby in his office afterwards, I guess, to give him a dressing down or something. Yeah, like, and then it doesn't show what he says yeah. or anything. And I love he starts walking and he goes, God, you walk so slow. <laughs> like, everything about Toby pisses Michael off. It's not upsets him. Pisses him off, just and, on edge. And from reception to Michael's office is like eight steps. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, his, his it goes like the credit, like at the yeah. end scene where he, he gets the, he gets the little extra added ending, and yeah. it's just one this time. Yeah, because they've done oh. kind of multiple ones, but he just had the, the cherry on top. 
horrible, sad, pathetic when he's mm-hmm. 65. Yeah. But well, and I told you guys that I noticed, too, that uh, Toby is the only guy besides uh, Pam and Michael who is basically all alone in his area. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kelly's on the other side of a wall. Yeah. True. But he is, like, his own area. So it's just, like, even during his work day... Nothing fun fucking happens yeah. to Toby ever. No. Because he's out in the annex. Like, he's he's by himself. He's not even where the fun happens. In yeah. the no. Office. It's yeah. like a banishment. Like, yeah, that's like what, that, Pam that, yeah. and Michael are at least a part of, like, the main office floor or whatever. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Toby is out in the annex by himself. Like, even Kelly has, like, Ryan right uh-huh. behind her. Uh-huh. Uh, for one it's episode, true. Jim's right behind her or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like Toby, for the entire series, is by himself. Mm-hmm. Adding that next level of just sad Toby fun. Costa Rica will still be there when I'm 65. (laughs) And of course, I love how they do bring eventually bring that back. We actually get to see him go to Costa Rica. Yeah, and then what is it? Three three days into his trip, he never even gets to like to the beach and he just zip line accident. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a bookend right there. That's where that starts, yeah. and then you see that—that's the, the ending. <laughs> Just playing those back to back. Actually, I should try that sometime. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> well, good news. I have like a middle like good news. You got to go to Costa Rica, and then the next <laughs> shot is him in the hospital bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> that Costa Rican healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and stuff. like even even at the end. He really has the worst ending of all of them. Brian included all of them that are, you know, oh, this sucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Dwight and Michael being like, we did it. And yeah, it's like they have it. no idea. Like, what do we do? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> like, I understand. Yeah. But it's like Toby is the only one that full blown is just kind of like realizing I am stuck here yeah. until I am 65. <laughs> 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 I don't think we touched on the uh, crazy uh, we did it. Mo- did we talk about that a little bit? I guess no. The way that when they're, yeah, celebrating, when they're celebrating, when they think they've saved the world, they, yeah, they they like, and all they anything. did, and then yeah, we all noticed when you were watching. It's yeah. like, wait, are David Wallace's lights on? Like, is someone standing in that window? Like, they're home. <laughs> they woke up the neighborhood. <laughs> like, they've just been sitting in their car outside this guy's house, yeah. like creepy stalker types, and he's been home this whole time. Oh, yeah. nobody answered them in that time. Yeah, I wouldn't answer. Like, no. you yeah. You've seen that guy out there? There's two oh my guys God. in trench coats. One of them's yeah. grabbing the other guy by the shoulder. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I think he startled him. You know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just know. Doing, they keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I'm really scared. I just know later, like, I'm not. I'm just not even going to be thinking about this or anything. I'll just be driving to be quiet, and I'm just going to go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then start laughing to myself like a psychopath. <laughs> like, nice. And we're glad we could give that to you. <laughs> Get to have that moment no, today. The, the office gave it to you. I'm right. Yeah, to all the of office us. That's just pretty, keeps that's on giving. That's, that's pretty bold. Oh, man. Well, well, great, great episode. That's absolutely. my review. Like, absolutely. I, this might be the most I've laughed during a, uh, one of our podcasts ever. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> it just keeps giving and giving. This is one of those you can watch over and over again because it's just great from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can even skip certain parts and yeah. just watch one story arc and yeah. it's its own episode but the yeah. fact that they were able to craft this like really genius if you think about it episode where mm-hmm. three separate story arcs are basically going on at the same time yeah and they didn't miss a beat they, like it was it's great th- this is almost like a mid-season finale yeah. like it, right? it, it, it could have been a season finale let's say if they'd made the season two a little longer or something like that yeah 
Well, I don't know. And, and that's the type of thing, too. Like, the, the, the bringing back together of Jim and Pam is something they could have done in a finale, but they're mm-hmm. giving it to us here seven episodes in. Or, yeah. you know, we're going to be in episode eight, and we're going to finally get these two in the room, a room together. The slowest burn of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But well, I just, I, I, I love that I watched it, you know, on Netflix. Yeah. Because it's like, I could just bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah. whenever it was on air, I'm sure that week, from this episode to the next, where you're oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going to be in the same room again? Oh, my God. Like, you could tell why this was such a hit was because it did a great job of leaving people wanting more oh, week yeah. after week after week. That would have been tortured waiting for this. I know, right? Well, and more than once, like, when it was on television, a friend of mine would be like, do you want to watch this? And I was like, ah, I've already missed so much. Yeah. I'll go ahead. And, I had the uh, same thing. And so, but whenever, even when it was on Netflix and everything, I think what it is is that I'm the guy that if someone tells me, you need to watch this, I then in my head go, well, now I'm going to wait a little bit longer. I don't, <laughs> I don't want you to be right if I like this show. <laughs> like, yeah. I want it to be my thing. <laughs> I want, I want to discover this myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, you know, there's something to that. And if it's if it's so good that I need to watch it, then I'll still need to watch it next year. Yeah, and then I've got <laughs> yeah. a good show on the dock. You know, right. like, like ready and to I'm go. actually a little bit glad that I waited as long as I did because yeah. it was like I appreciated it more because mm. I know just how deep the roots of that show run in like pop culture and mm. things like that now. Yeah, and so it's like when I was watching it you know, it kind of hit home a little bit more. Things like, you know, the wedding, uh, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Those really were more mm-hmm. emotional now that, you know, because I knew going into it that this really affected a lot of people. And this is really, yeah. this show is really important yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. And so when I was watching it, it was like, you know, any emotional thing happens at all. I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> It's still incredible how they can do that. Oh, yeah. I will never not well, say Well, we get that. to the end of season two and, and uh, uh, the beginning of season three when we get uh, Jim making his p- move for Pam and Pam rejecting him. Mm-hmm. And that yep. still grabbed me by the freaking heart. And, and I've seen that episode 20 times. Well, because you know? he nails it. Yeah. He absolutely nails it because it's like you see that, that moment that he's trying to decide how he feels and, mm-hmm. and all that. I'm like, and then her reaction. well done. Yeah. Like, and her, too, oh, yeah. the calling her mom. It's and a, it's, oh, it's, yeah. Well, it's a really I, I do honest. love him, you know. Yeah. I think I do, you know, and oh, it's, it's perfectly written and honestly acted. Yeah, I mean, you you could uh, just unlike any other sort of. I haven't seen another scene like that in another. I haven't seen a ton of that TV, I guess, but, but, <laughs> but definitely I haven't seen anything like that. I think even in a big enough pool, that's a that's a rarity to to nail that so perfectly. Yeah, the, yeah, because like you know it's gonna happen. You've seen it before. You've seen it. If you've seen it once, yeah. you've seen it a dozen times, and, and you can had, still watch you, it. And, be like, and you probably had a friend. You probably exactly. known somebody who went through something like yeah. that. Oh, if you yeah. haven't yourself, yeah. like you, you might have been the one on the other side of that. Like she called her mom, yeah. but you might have been the one that got mm-hmm. the call of like yeah. he just told me this or mm-hmm. she just told me this. Like mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah. and you just immediately in like friend mode of like no matter what's going on, like okay, I gotta de- I gotta help this guy deal with this talk now. About this mm-hmm. right, yeah. but then whenever he just like walks in. Just yeah. like a boss, yeah. <laughs> just oh yeah. Nope, this is happening. I, I'm like, going for at it. At least I got this. Like yeah. I'm putting on the All hard in. press. Yeah, <laughs> not it, too hard. Just I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for it. But right. that, and that's what he says. To what he tells Michael later is that you know I I went for it and I got turned down. You know. And it's, yeah, he put it all on the line. But so I think that kind of like that made me kind of respect Jim more yeah. because yeah. I was like, that is a ballsy move, dude. Like. Mm-hmm. You have to at least kind of think she's going to be into it. Yeah. Because if not, you're kind well, of a creepy dude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, well, you can't it, just go up to anyone and put a kiss on him. Right. Right. But, that was his, do that. but that was his last Hail Mary. Either that yeah. was going to happen right. or he was going to Stanford. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I do I, I do kind of respect Pam as well because like she made up her mind that it's not going to happen. She was loyal. Yeah. And she even was loyal after to that, fault. it was yeah. like, no. 
Yeah. Even though, like, you could tell that was she didn't that want kiss was that. like one of the greatest of both their lives. Mm. You can tell, and again, fantastic acting yeah. because oh, you're like that little. It. There's that little moment when, in part two, mm-hmm. when he when he finally he's like, "You're really gonna marry him?" And she just nods, and yeah. and then he pulls his hands back, and she kind of like holds on just for a little second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That little hold on's like, yep, you really... She, yeah. She's going to do it, but she doesn't want to let go. Yeah. She yeah. so wants to not well, But let it's go, like but it's almost can. a representation of what she's been doing up to that point yeah. True. to Jim, because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. let's be honest, they knew yeah. Yeah, well, from the get-go. Well, she says it later on to, to Roy. It's like, he had feelings for me. I, th- I guess I did, too. So mm-hmm. it was there. It was right. there. Well, and you couldn't yeah. have seen them interact the way they were without... Recognizing that there was feeling. Yeah, there you know? was. It was just like, do you acknowledge and do you act on him? Mm-hmm. That's I've always wondered the dynamic of like, did like Pam get hired after Jim and then Roy came along and oh, that whole happened? She got hired before Jim because there's a story yeah, she tells where she, Jim where she about, remind, his first day. about his first oh, day. Oh, about He's the like, yogurt. I want you to remember this moment because yeah. I'm about because yeah. it's the moment before I'm going to introduce you to Dwight. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about uh, but whenever, there is, yeah, 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 whenever a, he the, walks up and goes, I don't know how I know this. There's an, Or no, there's no yeah. reason I should know this, <laughs> yeah. but that yogurt is expired. Yeah, That's when you knew you liked me? <laughs> yep. Can it be a different moment? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. I remember there was this girl uh, I was with for a little bit, and it was a similar story because we were talking about the whole when did you like me or whatever. Yeah. And I go, when did you like me? She goes, it was whenever you looked at me and you said, I like you dumb. Dumbass. That's when I knew I liked you. I was like, I kind of come off like a shithead in that in that story. <laughs> can we have another? One? Can, can, yeah, we, can, can we make else? it another moment? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you oh, never man. know. Good well, times. Yeah, really a great episode to talk about. Terrell, thank you so much for being on. Oh, oh my Killed absolute it. pleasure. Now come back and do it again. Oh, for sure. Please, Fantastic. Please. That'd be great. That'd I'm be a awesome. message away. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, good time as always? As always, man. Let's do it again. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening to the People, Persons, Paper podcast. We've been so glad to have you. Uh, huge thanks to our guest, Terrell Norton, and on behalf of him and my co-host, Brian Sittler, my name is Hilton Price, and next week, it's a reunion of old friends. Uh, had to think about it. You just had to think about it. <laughs>